Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. A terrible situation that continues to develop. In Israel, with uh, the terrorist group Hamas assaulting and committing atrocities, I don't understand people in this country who are cheering on Hamas. That is taking place. We know that. I think that it's I think it's illegal to do so in this country of ours to cheer on a terrorist organization. I keep that in mind. A Canadian is missing, Ben Mizrachi from British Columbia, the Center for Israel and Jewish Affairs, confirmed this morning. And uh, we hope that he's okay, that he's well. Over 600 people are dead in Israel now after the uh, Hamas attack. Carolyn Glick is a senior contributing editor of the Jewish News Syndicate and host of the Carolyn Glick Show on JNS. She's also the diplomatic commentator for Israel's Channel 14, as well as a columnist for Newsweek. And uh, Ms. Glick joins us from uh, Efrat, a suburb of Jerusalem. Carolyn, thank you very much uh, for taking the time. I watched your YouTube presentation this morning, and you woke up to the attack by Hamas. Please tell our listeners across this country what the first hours were like. Well, um, our our family is 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 Orthodox, so we don't generally turn on the uh, news uh, on on holidays like and on Shabbat and the Sabbath. But uh, I started hearing the air raid sirens from neighboring communities at around seven thirty, and uh, then the booms of the missiles falling, <clears throat> and then about uh, fifteen minutes later, uh, we got our first of two missile attacks uh, on our community on Saturday morning, so we went online to find out what was going on, and we discovered that we had been invaded in the south, um, and it later transpired that uh, Hamas was able to carry out uh, a surprise attack um, and massacred hundreds and hundreds of Israelis, uh, civilians, and soldiers uh, in uh, 15 different communities in the south, as well as uh, uh, temporarily at least uh, um, were able to seize control over two Israeli military bases, and they massacred everybody there as well. Um, and uh, they took back uh, uh, many uh, scores of Israeli citizens, uh, soldiers, um, and civilians, uh, including women and children and elderly, uh, to Gaza. Uh, the women have been subjected to a brutal rape and murder, and the children to abuse. Um, and they're also being shown used as uh, human shields and IDF uh, uh, aerial bombings of uh, of Hamas um, headquarters and being executed. Um, and uh, we've never seen anything like this before. Yesterday, uh, right now, the bed uh, are up to over 700, and uh, we have 2,000 wounded, and apparently 180 who have been uh, held, are being held hostage in, in Gaza. Um, so we've, we've never seen anything like this before. Um, it's not at all clear how they were able to disable Israel's defenses along the border fence. We have one of the most sophisticated uh, border 
uh, defense systems in the world, if not the most sophisticated, and yet all of the layers of defense uh, were neutralized. So that's uh, something that's something that uh, that needs to be talked about. First of all, how are you personally? Well, I'm a little bit tired, but that's fine. I'm lucky I get a chance to uh, uh, defend my country and the media uh, most of the day. So I've been running around to television studios, but uh, it's very uh, disconcerting what's happening here. Yeah, um, for sure. The the bloodshed is just uh, it's it, you. You actually don't want to stop and think about it because it tears you apart. Mm-hmm. And so it's um, it's emotionally extremely trying. And, you know, our kids are home from school because they closed schools and we have to worry about them and their mental and, health. And explain it to them and, tr- well. and try to explain it to them. Right. In ways that they won't panic and yet will understand the gravity of the hour mm-hmm. and why it's so important that uh, our neighbors and our cousins and, and an older brother are getting emergency call-ups to... Uh, to uh, reserve duty um, in the IDF and are, are heading towards Gaza. So is there is is uh, still is there still time. are there still gun battles going on? Yes, uh, apparently they're still going on in three different points in Israel, um, and, and uh, that haven't been completely uh, cleaned out yet. The IDF was caught flat-footed. Um, I still don't quite understand. Nobody does. I mean, I'm sure that some people do, but uh, they have higher uh, <clears throat> they have higher security clearances, I guess, than the normal Joe on the street in Israel. Um, they they may have more information, but it's uh, it's unclear. It, it it would seem that it was a combination of uh, of an operational uh, fiasco in terms of expectations of the IDF and understanding of intelligence or non understanding and some sort of a cyber attack on Israel. Uh, you so said that you that said that the two need that you, you said that two was, military bases were overrun. What's that? You said two military bases had been overrun. They were overrun, and and now they're they're fine. Right. Now, uh, my my sons are a little bit panicked now because they said that they hear shooting outside. So, uh, how close how close to you is that shooting? I don't know. I didn't hear it. My son just came in in the middle of the interview. I'm, the kids are a little bit jumpy, so sure. I'm not real sure uh, yeah. that it's happened. But uh, that's that's the kind of thing that we're dealing with here. You know. Anyway. Yeah. When I was watching your um, your, mm-hmm. your your presentation on YouTube this morning, mm-hmm. um, you you had concerns, and I spoke with the uh, incoming ambassador from Israel to Canada about this yesterday. You have Hezbollah mm-hmm. to the north in Lebanon. Mm-hmm. And they're congratulating Hamas. And yes, so now you have Hamas, the potential of Hezbollah becoming engaged, and Israel fought a war with Hezbollah not long ago. And they're operating, from what we understand, another guest told us yesterday, quite clearly, she's Iranian, she's a journalist and uh, an activist, operating with Iran's funding. So is there expectation, fear I understand, but is there expectation that Hezbollah will engage now, engage the IDF engages Israel along with Hamas. Yes. Uh, um, you know, they already shot mortars across the border uh, this morning into the Golan Heights. Um, and uh, and uh, so, and they've been probing Israel's border for the past month and a half from Lebanon. Um, the head of Hamas, uh, Salah Haruri, uh, met with Hezbollah chief uh, Hassan Nasrallah 
Uh, all of this is being directed by Ron. I don't know if you saw the news, but uh, Elon Musk uh, just uh, deleted a tweet by Iranian dictator Ali Khamenei, which showed footage of, uh, of Hamas terrorists uh, shooting down, massacring, and seizing prisoners uh, from uh, a rave party, a rave party that took place in the desert outside of uh, outside of Gaza on Saturday morning, and uh, apparently uh, 200 people were massacred at the rave. There were, I think, a couple thousand kids there. Yeah, I and saw that. So about 200 were killed, and at least uh, um, several dozen were taken. Uh, prisoner, particularly the girls who are very pretty. It uh, must be, I mean, you're a journalist, so you ask a mm-hmm. lot of questions. That's your job. That's what we do. As journalists, mm-hmm. we ask questions. And the question that I hear you saying, and heard you reference a little while ago, was people want to know, Israel will want to know, Israelis want to know, how Hamas was able to overrun Israel's wanted defenses against intrusion and attack. Right. And that's going to be the most fundamental question that's going to be asked after it's uh, when the decision's been taken to to go to war with Hamas, and the Prime Minister of Israel Netanyahu has said um, they're in for the kind of um, assaults they've never experienced before, and I expect right. that from a Prime Minister at that particular time. But that's the question, isn't it? How were they able to do it? Um, you know, it's a, it's an important question operationally going forward because we have to understand their capabilities. We have to understand which uh, outside powers are providing them with that cyber capability. If in fact it was a cyber assault, uh, and uh, it's hard for me to um, shake the, the the suspicion that it certainly was at least in part uh, was it China that just signed a strategic uh, alliance with. Uh, with Iran, were they involved? Was it just an Iranian operation? Um, who who was penetrating? And and it's and it's an important question again, not even from a, a perspective of uh, settling scores at all. It's uh, we have to understand what the capabilities of the enemies are because we're about to launch uh, ground forces into Gaza. Um, and uh, so we have to see. We've called up hundreds of thousands of reservists, and some of them, of course, have to go to the north because of the uh, very, very high potential that this will become a two-front war with uh, mm-hmm. Iran's Lebanese uh, Hezbollah proxy. Is there is there concern? Is there concern, Carolyn, about other states mm-hmm. in the region engaging now? Is there a sense that they might see opportunity or sense an opportunity to defeat Israel? I'm, 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 my my assumption is the United States and the Western countries would not allow that to happen. But is there a fear that they're more concerned that there might be some of the other regional states may get engaged? Um, well, there were some Israelis killed in Egypt, but uh, I, I, today, but that was a terrorist attack. It wasn't carried out by the Egyptian regime. Um, I think that um, and and Jordan Jordan's king is very. Um, sympathetically inclined and has been for quite some time towards uh, Hamas because the Muslim Brotherhood is such a strong uh, presence in Jordan and Hamas is a Muslim Brotherhood organization. Um, so we we have that, but I think it's all a question of putting your finger to the wind and seeing which direction it's blowing. So a lot of this, including, um, well, really everything is on the line because if Israel doesn't strike a fatal blow against Hamas and and presumably Hezbollah as well if they get involved. 
or if they remain involved, um, <clears throat> then we're going to uh, then then we're going to see the collapse of Israel's regional status, uh, and and it would cause a grave harm to our peace accords. Uh, the Abraham Accords are probably our relations with uh, Egypt and Jordan, and it would uh, probably prevent Israel and Saudi Arabia from normalizing ties. And, of course, it would guarantee Iran's rise as a regional hegemon. Mm-hmm. So it would, it, would, it, would, uh, it would really be a disaster. Everything really is on the line here. And it was put on the line here again <clears throat> in an act of complete surprise and uh, and perniciousness by uh, by Hamas. Caroline, uh, what about Jerusalem, and what about your your area just outside Jerusalem, Ephrat? And you were just telling us a few minutes ago that your son had concerns because he'd heard gunfire while we were talking. Yeah, uh, well, my husband said that uh, he, it, it uh, was uh, it, it was not so, which is good. And you know, I mean, it just goes with the territory, right? Yeah. I mean, it is. Uh, you, you hear things that you fear. So, yeah. um, how di- and, how uh, different life how different life is than it was forty eight hours ago? Yeah, it's true. I mean, it's it's a life just you know it just it just turns on a dime. It and does. That's exactly what just happened. We you know we were we were so happy. We spent <laughs> we spent last week. It was the Sukkot holiday, and we went up to the Golan Heights and. We were hiking and seeing the, you know, Israel's, what they call Israel's Toscana. It's just this beautiful area of the country right along the borders with Lebanon and Syria. And uh, it's amazing hikes, waterfalls. And then down below you have the Sea of Galilee, which we actually went uh, went boating on, which was a special treat. And, uh, you know, all of a sudden we're back here and we got back uh, uh, on Friday afternoon. And uh, Saturday morning, the, the entire world just turned upside down. Yeah. How's Jerusalem? And, uh, just, well, Jerusalem is—they um, also got a lot of—they uh, also got a lot of, um, of of missile attacks on Saturday, but it—but it, uh, everything was intercepted and no damage was caused. But it, it's uh, it, it's a trying time because we don't know. We've had <clears throat> violence from uh, from Arab Jerusalemites that were. Uh, um, attacking uh, their Jewish neighbors and in some of the neighborhoods in northern and in uh, eastern Jerusalem. Uh, yesterday uh, night, I think the reports were, but it's um, it's still scattered uh, violence. And one of the big fears that we've had is really that um, you know in 2021. Hamas. Uh, we had our last round of fighting with Hamas, and the main thrust of that fighting weren't. It wasn't even the missiles that they were shooting into Israel from from Gaza, but they shot in, I think, five thousand in in in. Uh, I don't remember. It was about a week and a half or two weeks. Yesterday it was thirty five hundred in one day, just to get a sense of the volume. But. Um, we we also had in 2021 the most important thing was the involvement of Arab Israeli citizens in the assaults, so that they carried out acts of rioting and mass violence, mob violence against Jews, against Jewish businesses, Jewish vehicles, Jewish homes, uh, synagogues, schools uh, in mixed yeah. Arab Jewish cities in Israel. 
And uh, so uh, yesterday morning... When, uh, the Carolina, I apologize. And, I do have to stop you because, sir, we have just okay. we've just run out of time. But thank you so much for joining us uh, from uh, Israel, from uh, your community of Efrat, a suburb of Jerusalem. We'll stay in touch with you. Okay. Thank you very much. I appreciate yeah, it. Thank you. And, and can I just give one last sentence? Or um, I just want to say that you know we we suffered a horrible losses yesterday right. and still today, but I I think that we're some of the bravest, most courageous people on the face of the planet. Be safe. I have no doubt that we will win. Be safe, Carolyn. If you want to hear more, subscribe to the Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.